you're welcome to the gospel space and we thank god for giving us life for giving us opportunities to learn and to understand the bible says in this we should rejoice that we know and understand him i thank god very much for that today we are going to um be considering this current event here in nigeria that is um as to the upload of bbc africa that talked about the late apostle tb joshua and all that was said all that was shared and the comments now i've I've been seeing this for a bit on youtube just been seeing oh it's 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 very popular here and who knows you might have seen it also where you are but today uh, well not today yesterday i i i just had to watch it was just everywhere so i watched on arise news where the it was actually considered there and i, I, I just saw say 10 minutes I'm not sure i won't watch up to 10 minutes but you know hearing the comments and the reports as they, they were broadcasting on that issue i was like wow I, I think it's it's about time that i also share my own view with you my friend and i would say consider things that are not so popularly considered in this um uh issue in this in this whole uh, call it problem because listening to the news a lot of the focus was oh it's it not true it's true some saying why is bbc bbc focusing on an african pastor when there are so many things happening in the west and they are not you know like revealing or if i can say snitching and all of that i'm like wow the focus is is just on so many things and one thing that is more important is left out i'm like okay okay um so i thought i was impressed that yes something should be shared concerning this issue and i pray the lord would open our eyes that's my that's my deepest prayer that in all of this christ will be revealed and souls of men will be drawn to him drawn to him truly so let's have a word of prayer before we go straight into um considering what god says concerning appointments what does he say what what are the qualifications you and i should look out for 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 um in in people that have uh that have been called to this very high high position in in our previous episodes we studied in parts our high calling so let us let us see what god says let us see and consider what he 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 has set as the qualification to be a leader to be an apostle to be a bishop to be a teacher to be to be a counselor let us hear from god himself 
But before we go into that, let's have a word, uh, a, sh- a short word of prayer. Before we open his word, that the Holy Spirit will guide our minds. Our dear Father in heaven, please have mercy upon us. Forgive us of all our sins and open our eyes that we may see wondrous things from your word. Thank you for hearing our prayer, for we have asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, the, the first um, Bible verse we would consider is coming from the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 16, and we'll be taking from verse 20 to 22. Exodus chapter 16, sorry, <laughs> chapter 18 from 20 to 22. Exodus chapter 18 from verse 20 to 22. And it says, and this is this is um, Jethro, Jethro, the father-in-law of uh, Moses, was given an advice when he saw Moses judging the entire children of Israel, just him. And he sat from morning till evening judging cases. Then Jethro gave his godly counsel. Godly counsel. So, Exodus chapter 18 from verse 20 to 22. It says, And you shall teach them the statutes and the laws and show them the way in which they must walk and the work they must do. Verse 21. Moreover, you shall select from all the people able men such as fear the Lord. So, I'll try to, um, we'll be going in bits so we'd understand every single thing God is instructing here. So, in selecting heads of the household of Israel, in selecting heads of the congregation, in selecting um, leaders, who would disciple the people of God, the first criteria is they must be able men. The second is they must fear God. They must fear God. Now, what, what, what does it mean to fear God? To fear God is to reverence Him. Absolutely. So, when we are looking at leaders, when we are looking at leaders, in order for us to know if truly they are appointed and if truly they fulfill all the qualifications God has given, we must first look and consider, are they able men? There is this popular saying of saying, uh, he, he is anointed without looking at the qualifications from God. They must be able men. They must fear God. And we, we know that to fear God is to reverence Him. Now, let us consider the book of Job. This is still on the issue of fearing God. Let's consider the case of Job. We'll take Job chapter 1 verse 8. Job chapter 1 verse 8 says, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant, Job, that there is none like him, on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So to fear God is to shun evil, is to be upright, and is to be blameless. 
This is what it is to fear God. So in 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 selecting leaders in as part of a qualification to be a leader, you must be able, you must be upright, you must be blameless, and you must shun evil. This is a high calling. It's a very, very high calling. It's a very high calling. So, it then goes on. The first criteria, they must be able men. They must fear God. And we have seen what it is to fear God. To fear God is to shun evil. It says, they must be men of truth, hating covetousness. They must be men of truth men of truth in word in conduct this is me adding this in word in conduct in faith in belief they must be men of truth jesus says he is the way is the truth and he is the life they must be men of truth in 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 the lord's charge in jesus's charge for us is to go out and teach all men all that he has commanded all that he has commanded all his commandments all his precepts everything that he has commanded so if um one that says he's a pastor does not tick all these boxes of being able of fearing god must be um, uh, of being a preacher of truth and he's not qualified to be a pastor. He's not qualified to be an apostle. He's not qualified to be a bishop. It's not. It's not. And and these are the things we should be looking out for in people that claim to be men of God. Do they fulfill all these qualifications that God has set? Do they fit into the category of, oh yes, this person fulfills this? There is a principle in the Bible. It says we we should compare scriptures here a little and there a little. And with that, we would consider again 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 7. 1 Timothy chapter 3 from verses 1 to verse 7 study again it says this is the faithful saying if a man desires the position of a bishop he desires a good thing a bishop then must be blameless what we just um, studied in the book of exodus chapter 18 is here again a bishop must is is not saying should. Is uh, it's not saying sorry. It's not saying can. It's saying must. Must be blameless. Now, considering all of these accusations against the apostle, and that's apostle T. B. Joshua, does he meet this? Does does he check this box? Is he blameless? Consider the example of Jesus Christ. Was Jesus Christ blameless? Yes. So much so that they didn't have anything to use against him. 
they had to fabricate things. And we read in the book of Job, where God himself spoke with his own mouth to devil, to Satan, rather, saying, have you considered my servant who is blameless and upright? Let's go on. We will continue again from verse 2. A bishop then must be blameless. The husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, able to teach, dividing the scriptures accurately. Verse 3, it says, not given to wine, nor violent, nor greedy for money but gentle and sorry but gentle not quarrelsome not covetous one who rules his own house well having his children in submission with all reverence you know in um in the few clips i saw i was seeing um his daughter well, on the news, I was seeing an alleged daughter, but whatever the case is, someone that claimed to be his daughter, giving a confession of his of the apostle's um, character, and it was very sad. It was very sad, but we won't digress. We'll continue. Verse five. It says, "For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care?" the church of God that's a solemn question considering the testimony of the daughter which is um, I think I can see evident of how he, he rules his own home and hearing the testimony of the disciples how then is he ruling how then is he being a good leader in the church that he set up for himself Verse 6, it says, not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into some condemnation as the devil. Verse 7, it says, moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Now, <laughs> my... Lord of mercy. He says he must have a good testimony with those outside. That is, with those who are not members of the church. With those who do not profess and confess the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, he's not, not saying he must have a good testimony inside alone. He's saying he must have a good testimony outside. I believe this is one thing that should be the uppermost consideration in this issue of this later person. Now, I'm not condemning the other things people are considering. No, I'm not condemning. But I'm saying this should be the uppermost. Because the man is late. 
is dead. The question is, are the eyes of people being open to see all of these things? To go back to the Bible and really search, what do I believe in? Because I saw, I saw, I saw a lot of idolization of the man, where people were just defending him. That, especially the comment I I, I watched on the news, with the one that replied and said, "Why is BBC um, focusing on an African pastor where there when there are other thefts, where there are other serious issues in court happening in the West?" Just trying to say that, okay, they are just picking on Africa and turning a blind eye to things happening in the West. And I'm like, these are the least important things. Number one on everyone's list at this point in time, it should be, who am I listening to? What have I adopted? What am I learning from this one's who claim to be apostles, bishops, pastors, elders, deacons? What are they teaching? Do they meet the biblical standards? As we round up, let's consider the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, from verse 3 to 4. Matthew chapter 24, from verse 3. To four. Matthew 24, 3-4 says, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, what will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. The first thing Jesus Christ is drawing our minds to is that we should take heed that no one deceives. In the qualifications that we have read in the book of Exodus chapter 18 and also um, in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 3, we have seen it hammered that the ones who assume that position to be bishops, leaders, they must preach the truth. If the one who sits as bishop or pastor or anything does not preach the truth, then he is a liar. And that primary work the person is doing is the work of deception. And that is the work the devil did to our first parents that made them fall. So if any pastor is not teaching the truth, if any pastor is covetous, if any pastor does not have a good reputation outside, not just inside, if any pastor is not able, if any pastor does not have a true knowledge of God's word, then he's only doing one work, and that is the work of deception. And Jesus Christ told us, The signs of the time take heed that no man deceives you. Verse 11 then says, Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Verse 12, 
And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. For whatever accusations, alleged accusations, that's, that's the common word these days, for whatever alleged accusations, I can boldly say that it is evident that the late pastor, the, the late um, apostle T.B. Joshua, he certainly did not have a good reputation outside. He certainly didn't. He certainly didn't preach the truth according to the Bible. He certainly could not um, handle his family how much my church. This is according to the Bible, not according to human investigations, but according to the Bible. And a fearful thing is mentioned in the book of Matthew chapter 7. This is the last verse. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 21 to verse 23. Very fearful. And it reads, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many, many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You practice, you who practice lawlessness. None will enter into the kingdom of heaven except those who do the will of God. And many will be cast out. Why? Because they practice lawlessness. To do the will of God is to obey, as Jesus Christ rightfully declared to his Father, I have done your will. I have kept your commandments. But to him who does not obey, to him who does not keep all of God's commandments on how to care for the body, on what he declared as clean and unclean food, on his ten commandments, to them who do not obey. The faithful verse says, he will say to them, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. A true bishop must preach the truth. A true bishop must be upright. A true bishop must be blameless. 
My dear friend, this is another opportunity for you and I to consider the ground on which we stand. Are we obeying thus said the Lord? Or are we still in a position where we are weighing the balance that oh, are we still assuming? Or are we taking the word of God as it is? This is a time for us to search our hearts, to really consider the position we stand in. Lord, and we pray, pray for the Holy Spirit to help us, to soften our minds and to accept all of these things God is telling us. May the Lord help you. Bye-bye.